It's all about always saying above and before. You're not coming up in life doing something wrong, people. I'm being for real. You always got to have a way to make another way. I like that. <laughs> you're not trying to make another way. What way are you going? Hey, yo, what's, what's good, podcast people? This is your friendly neighborhood, Mulatto, and this is the Mulatto Perspective, my spot to talk my shit. And remember, if you're listening to this, you are required to take a shot every time I say the word ultimately or if I interrupt my guest. And speaking of my guest, I am here with my fellow Costa Rica boy, the infamous but not completely limitless Marcus the Sage, a.k.a. Akuma, hashtag, Ooh. but I'm not Superman. Ooh. <laughs> Marcus is my second favorite Marcus, just below Marcus Garvey. So, my first question to you, sir, is what are you doing to become number one? <laughs> what were we, you know what? First of all, let me thank you for having me on the show. Hey. I appreciate me out here to get my, welcome, my thoughts. Welcome. And, you know, on, on topics of today's discussion. Um, How you feeling, man? Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. Now, let me break that question. Say that question one more time. Let me break that question <laughs> down for me. What, so, are you, what are you doing to become the number one Marcus? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of Marcuses out here. Uh, I can't name them all. It's just so many. <laughs> <laughs> to be the number one Marcus. Well, I got to think back to Roman times where Marcus Aurelius. Oh. Ooh, I had to go back. Oh, I had shit. to go back there. <laughs> but I feel like to be the number one Marcus, first you got to understand who you are as an individual. That's for sure. Because if you don't know who you are, how can you expect to do great things? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and speaking of which, that was Marcus at the, be- at the top of the, of the show or whatever. Uh, I saw him say that on uh, Instagram or what was it? Instagram? Yeah, it was Facebook. A, one, it was on one of the all stories. Platforms, yeah. it was, he's on all <laughs> platforms, folks. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Yo, you gotta make. Uh, you gotta say it again. Say it again." If you don't, if you're not making a way for yourself, you're not doing something right with your life. So yeah. you gotta make a way so that you can make another way. You gotta make a way to make another way. I like that. I like that immediately. So we are here to have a podcast. So. I noticed you posted uh, something about marriage earlier. Yep. Uh, I believe you were asking the ladies a question. Um, that question was, it was uh, after reading the post, I'm curious to see the numbers. For the ladies, who out here is actually trying to get married and have a happy life? And uh, I saw you got some mixed <laughs> mixed responses. What, you, what were you going for? Like right there, what was... Honestly, the, the question originated from another friend's post, right. Jen, Dr. Dr. Jen Dobson. Uh, she stated that you know she, she's happy in life. She's found someone, and it, it, it kind of clicked with me. It kind of made me wonder, like, how many people in life? Because you don't hear this too often. I see all the like you have the Cardi B's out here. They're doing a lot of crazy things. Right. But how many people just want to be happy and married? And married. Because like, a lot of girls, they don't care about the happiness part. They either want one or the other. Like, if I got the if I got the <laughs> title. You know what? That, they think that's it. I got the title, but that's, that's not truly knowing what it means to be married uh, and happy. You know what? I wish. Okay, I like that. I appreciate that because I think I, I I agree with you. I think there's a lot of people out here who are chasing after, who are checking off the boxes as far yep. as what they think a, a full life is supposed to have, without actually trying to be happy. You know what I'm saying? There's like, no, I'm gonna get a kid. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna get the job. Like. But how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, like, do you actually I, want this stop to happen? Checking off boxes and try to try to go the other way a little bit. So, so you wanted to ask the question? Yeah, to see, hey. like, just get an understanding of what people nowadays, especially with twenty twenty. Yeah. What do you guys really want? Are you what are you, you actually want? trying to be happy, or do you just want a title of a marriage? Because a lot of us are single out here, and I've you know I've had a lot of other friends who you know are single as well, and the people who are in relationships don't seem happy. Yeah, and this, I'm like, well, there's no way in. There's oh, yeah. no way in oh, yeah. hell. Let that, that shit go. There's no way in hell a lot 
the, the marriage is going to come from what people force themselves to be in just because they don't want to be alone. Yeah. Like myself, I've been single for a good long, long time. It's not because I hate marriage. I guess the way I talk about it sometimes, I could come off as like a guy who hates marriage. Really? Not, I don't know because I guess the thing is... Well, I, maybe you're more realistic about marriage. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people aren't, especially a lot of people who get into it. They think it's this fantasy or it's, it's about one thing. American and, dream. You know, you learn. You learn real quick. And some of us have figured out beforehand that's why we're not jumping into marriages we don't want to be in. <laughs> or even relationships. Like, yeah. honestly, I'd rather, we can be, I'd rather have somebody cool who I can, at all times, at least 90% of my time, vibe with. Yeah. And not call you my lady. Than have someone who I call my lady and I'm miserable half the time. It's pointless. So, okay, so let me ask you, how, how, how what is your age range if you don't necessarily want to say how old you are? Oh, I'm 32. I have you're a problem saying my age right, range. So you're <laughs> I'm young in so here. You're 32. Do you feel like, how do you feel that's, that's going? Like trying to, or you, so you're not avoiding, like actively avoiding a relationship, but you're not trying to get into a relationship that you don't necessarily want to be in. So for the most part, you're just hoping to have a situation where you're, somebody understands and they're cool with, you know, whatever happens, whatever it is. Just, let's just rock with it and, and, and feel it out rather than somebody pushing it, pressuring it, trying to turn it into something that yep. who knows what the fuck it is. Do you feel like, how, how, how difficult do you feel like that is to maintain at this age? Honestly, I know once you hit the 30s, shit just gets different. Women, women start to change what they want. They start to really, you know what I'm saying? They, their biological clocks are ticking. That's stuff true. Like that. That's what like, uh, I wanted to have kids before I was 35. Why are you fucking playing with me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> stuff like that. You're definitely right. The the playtime as you hit your 30s, it gets smaller. Your window of like just having fun and just going with the flow does cut down. Yeah. I will admit, though, like as I get older, even my whole, like, let me just enjoy life. I, st- I started looking more to like hardcore things. Like I, I've got, I've been more of a goal-oriented person. So right. I got the car I wanted. I'm in the process of getting the house I want. You know I what I'm saying? And I told myself, once I establish these uh, materialistic things, the next thing I'm doing, I'm actually going to start focusing on the hardcore part. I'm like, you know what? What's the point of having accumulating wealth of all these things if I really got somebody who's a ride-or-die partner with me to, to uh-huh. use them? There's a point to have a, a, a two-story house with five bedrooms. If I'm the only motherfucker sleeping in that shit, you know what I'm saying? That's the point. Yeah. It's like, hey, I can walk around room to room, but nigga, at nighttime, the rooms are all empty. That's you're true. all going to be lonely. That's true. I mean, you could put different stuff in all of those rooms. <laughs> this is my game room. <laughs> this is my table room. This is this is my guitar room. This is my know? mirror. I just can't walk in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mirror room. Ain't nothing but me in every direction. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you might want to do that first. I might. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, but... But that's I think I think that's some of the dream. A, a lot of what people, uh, a lot of what I, I think a lot of what men think about, as far as what we dream about, a lot of times I think marriage doesn't necessarily fall into that. Um, I think I think women more aspire to that dream because I, I want to say that we look at it in a more realistic way. I don't think a lot of men look at marriage as a happy, like happily ever after type. Of we situation. don't. Yeah, <laughs> so we look at it in a very realistic way, and we're like, I don't, I, I'm a, I'm a hold off on that. Like, let's let's table that, let's put that over here, so I can get this room full of mirrors, <laughs> my guitar room. Let me get my game. Let's room. let's you know hit the top, the tab on this that topic. Priorities, man. The thing is, when it comes to marriage, and I hate to say it, I don't want to be sound like I'm a humbug, but it's almost like, what do women 
have to offer us oh oh no compared to what we have to offer them like, oh man i'm not trying to say you guys aren't valued yeah but when it comes to the topic of marriage what are you bringing to the table yeah it's like i i have to become this breadwinner so that you know Yo, you I, know you can't you can't even ask that question can't. that's fucked up it's crazy because to i mean you know i think women when they deal with a man they know or they 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 have decided what they think you're bringing to the table mm-hmm and if you as a man don't feel like you fully understand, like like this this has been fun, I guess. But what what is it that I would marry for? <laughs> like, what are you bringing to a marriage? Like everything up to marriage was has been fun, has been dope. I've enjoyed your company. Yeah. But as far as spending my life with you, I'm making what what, life what are you decisions with you? Yeah. Can... Like what are you what are you bringing in order to make that work out? Because a lot of times you just you just argue with me. You just, <laughs> just argue. You know what I'm saying? You just disagree. You just got issues with everything that I feel about it. Why would I want to? Sacri- why would I want to? You know, sign on that. Sacrifice line my happiness that. just to make a, a partnership. Wow, man. Like, yeah. I mean, we're not trying to talk bad about women here, but we are making a point. Cause I think I think there's a lot of things that we can't ask women. That you know, I think we we, we should ask here. Yeah. We should ask now. Right now, ladies, if you're getting into a situation with a man, you really want that. What are you going to bring to the table? And and be willing to show him that and talk to him and tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Because he can't ask. He can't fucking ask. Nah. We can't ask. As soon as we ask, you're going to be mad and you're going to fucking be like, what you mean what I bring <laughs> what to I, the table? Like, this, oh, yeah, like we already in trouble and we just trying to we just trying to be happy too. Yeah. We just trying to be happy. That's right? facts. Now, I will, I will say this. Now, a lot, of, a lot of women these days, they are coming up and they are becoming more independent. Yeah. So they are showing, I got to speak out for women as well. They are showing the qualities like, hey, I can be a good partner. Yeah. It is like you sacrifice your ability to be independent with the women's side, like the uh, comfort that women bring. Like some people get so like so hung up on being independent, they forget how to be a like a loving partner. Yeah. Like, and I understand people have drawn goals and ambitions, but the one thing, the reason why guys want you is not so that we can feel like we're superior. It's because we want the opposite side of us. We we are we're we're bred to be certain things, and women are bred to be certain things. It doesn't yeah. mean that you can't have double attributes from both sides. Yeah. But if you you can't sacrifice all of one thing to maintain another, that's the tricky part that guys have to do. We have to make sure that on top of being strong and and smart, and it's like we have to be able to be loving and caring, so that you want us to you want to bear our children because you're like you know what he makes a great father right. because if he can come to me and show me the love in my eyes then I know he can also trans- transition this to our kids or progress it to our family members right on so I feel like women haven't fully learned the capability of merging both skill sets into one since guys not, not all women not all, not not all, all women, women you know some, just some, some of the, the women we've experienced you know what I'm saying shout out to the women that, that figured it out you know, we still looking for y'all though. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, speaking of that, we still looking for. I'm not gonna lie. I've run into women where they would made great partners. Yeah. Like, they would have made great partners, but the stage I was in, you weren't there yet. Focus on goals, and I'm not gonna lie. Probably had more of a like flirtatious, promiscuous side, so right. I couldn't hone into one person because I was like, man, I've I've, I've gotten free from a uh, recent connection I made. I don't want to zone back into one person. Right. So I've come across women who had pretty much everything on my my checklist, like. Fun, check. Educated, check. Uh, financially stable, check. Ready, probably make a great fucking mother, check. All that, but then the problem was, it's sometimes it's us not meeting them at the right time as well. Right. Because I, if I can go back in time, I'd probably be like, right now, this version of Marcus, 32-year-old version of Marcus, Tesla Marcus, right. house buying Marcus, <laughs> like, yeah, come on, put you on the team. <laughs> put you on the team, because shit. We'd have been like Beyonce and Jay-Z. We'd have yeah. been killing it. Yeah. And one, one, uh, and the couple I always kind of use as reference, like my brother and his wife, 
they're like an idol to me though i kind of want to reflect my relationship status off two powerhouses who got together and coexist to the point that they can last years yeah. decades like shout out to them shout out to them and that's i think that's that's some of the big piece for us especially like as as black men is we we don't have the, some of the best examples of like relationships you know what i'm saying a lot of i think a lot of us get it from entertainment and shit like that but you know you got entanglements you got cardi b entanglements. <laughs> like it's not it's you, don't nobody want it's not that even jay-z and uh, beyonce isn't necessarily the best example like true, true. like granted they're, they're two people who for the most part are on the same level but they're superstars and they have insane egos that's just that's just part of that whole thing and we can't we can't model that you know what i'm saying not not in a realistic way so i think you you said your uncle my brother your brother your brother and and having like a strong marriage gives you gives you something to see and say you know what i feel like that's i feel like that's attainable this is representation exactly it's representation me personally i don't feel like I've, i have necessarily had that in my personal life like i don't know of any any like marriages like my, my parents marriage shit shit started late and then shit ended early <laughs> you know what I'm saying it took them a long time to get married and then they maybe stayed married for like two three years and it's like alright that's enough now just speaking of, is, maybe that was maybe that's what it is because for me I've, I grew up in a, parent, a household with both my parents they're, and they're still together they're still together today Yeah. now I'm not gonna say they're the most happiest couple but they still yeah. are together do they and have any got other... us to the point where they raise us in a two-parent home you, so, they got any other like younger kids all I'm the, the kids youngest. out like i mean we have oh. a lot of cousins and they have grandkids yeah but it's just me the youngest deandre was the middle kimiko was the oldest how, so how long how long your parents been married probably like 27 years man <laughs> i was i told my cousin the other day i was like man 20 is the limit <laughs> you're supposed to just hit 20 and then just Try something else. Hey man, you know what? Say working out for, for me. More than twenty years. <laughs> Don't do nothing for more than twenty years. <laughs> like, no. Nah. Oh, you know, and that's what I honestly I felt like when people get married, they should get married at age forty five and up. You should really? get married at twenty five. That's true. You should, like you should just you date them. yeah, because you're not looking at like yo, I'm gonna be with this person for the next sixty years. Yeah. <laughs> I got sixty years. Like like when you have kids, you at least be like you know what? I got twenty years. I get twenty years and I'm out. They own you own. married this motherfucker like goddamn. Till, till death, till, till, till death. death. We, I, man, Yo, you I, know how much more living I got to do. You know how many different people I'm gonna be. Exactly. In the next 60, 70 exactly. Years? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up a rapper one day, and I'm gonna wake up a <laughs> philosopher the next, and I'm supposed to still be with this person. <laughs> oh, I know. I, yeah, man, it's crazy. Maybe it's, we, it's maybe crazy we should, maybe we should go about that. Maybe people should just date in a younger. I mean, I think the biological clock plays its role because people go, "Wow, well, I, I want to have kids early. I want to be with my partner." But nowadays. Everybody who have kids nowadays aren't with the person that aren't either with the person that they have a child with in the beginning, or they're, they're miserable. So I mean, I think mm-hmm. the best option to be is wait till you like 45, 50 range. Yeah. If you still fuck with them, then go ahead and jump the broom. Yeah. If not meet them at age forty-five or fifty, and be like, hey, I probably got another twenty more years anyway. You can get them. Yeah. Like, the first forty was great, but the last twenty for you. you know right. What I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Is. I, I think I think marriage needs like a like a ten year expiration date. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you you start like is it like a lease? It's like a ten year lease on marriage. Dude, speaking speaking of that, I had I had this concept a while back. I feel like in the dating world, everyone should have like lease contracts with dating. Like so, if you date someone, you got a one month lease, two month, three months. Right. 
Happy year. Like, like would you year. like to re-up? <laughs> For real, think about it. Yeah. Would that be the most get, realistic? Get, get a notification on your phone. Hell yeah. Yo, you, yo, you trying to re-up? <laughs> nah. And then, you know, that's better than ghosting somebody because you just didn't re-up. Yep. You just didn't re-up. And it actually, that's technically what happens when you ghost anyway. It, exactly. You don't re-up. Because the thing yeah. is, it creates people, it creates a sensation of, man, my lease about to be up. I, I love this girl. Let me work harder because I got to make sure that when my lease about to re-resign, yeah. she still want to fuck that's, with me. That's true. Because so the thing is, Holy people get relationships. For real, dog. He like, he like yo, 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 uh, contract time coming up. I got to do some shit. <laughs> I gotta do some shit. Yo, I done missed her last five birthdays. Let me hit, let me get this one. Let me get, get this, this one. Birthday. I got to. She you know ain't gonna put that one. last ditch ever in. Contract time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's that. It, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. How how much of that has is so infused into like the capitalist world? But the only thing infused into marriage from a capitalist perspective is is making money off. Like yep. how much weddings cost and shit like that. Like that's so much of an industry, and that's part of what sells marriage mm. to to the public. Is the wedding industry? They're like, yo, baby girl, you want to be a princess one day? Cause you can have that. You can have it all. At somebody else's expense. Yes. You can. Have- yes, you can have all of that. And uh, and some of them, you know, that's the goal. That that is the goal. That Not moment. The, the stuff that comes after that nah. ain't the goal. One of the things that I've always said, and it has always been funny to me, is you know how every fairy tale ends with, and then they lived happily ever after. Yep. That's the wedding right there <laughs> and then they live happily ever after but if you actually go into that story yo it's not happily ever after it's complicated than the motherfucker shrek says it all yeah shrek so two like, or three. that's that uh the the end of the fairy tale is the wedding and the supposed happily ever after where all the bullshit in that's the marriage yo that's, that's the, that's that's the, the work this is where the work actually starts that's, after yeah. the wedding day you ready for this real shit to start and everybody has to put in work everybody. i think i think that's that's I think that's one of the big things I want to be like the takeaway from here is that it can't just be on us. Mm-mm. Or even if you're a woman and you feel like you're the only per- person putting in the effort, it can't just be on you. That other person has to put in some kind of effort and they have to it has to look like they're trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From, from some it, perspective. And we don't necessarily communicate well enough in order to know whether or not somebody's trying, how somebody's trying. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's that goes back to like love languages and different ways that people you know, try. It is there. I've explained this recently myself. It's very hard to get people to understand what you're trying to get them to perceive. Like, you honestly, like, you just want to yell what you're feeling directly into their soul so they can have them go, oh, I understand. Yeah. But I, I realize how difficult it is to get people to look at it from your side if they don't have the ability to see. Like, I, try, I approach a lot of things with logic. Like, like, all right, I come in this, this is my logical standpoint. Now, I know from an emotional standpoint, I got to be become a woman in this moment and look from her view and see what she's feeling yeah because the problem is emotions are so random you can't really pinpoint it so you kind of jump into a mindset of somebody else and be like if i was gonna do some random shit right now how would i go about it? what what actually flies right now yeah take all the things that are in a random mindset all right these are look even they don't make any <laughs> fucking sense these could actually happen right pull it over have it talk with logic and then you come out and be like all right i understand where you're coming from yeah, like, I don't like it. Yo, man, communication is like is like two separate wavelengths between the two people. My mm-hmm. waves and they're like her waves, and you. What you're really trying to do is get them to sync, you know, in the same frequency or whatever, so that we understand each other. But we all we all live on a different frequency. We all yes. We all we all have different languages that we speak, even if it's not necessarily a different language. It's just how we think about things. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's how we look at things. It's how we say things. I remember when I was in a relationship before, as soon as I would start to get upset, I would start to cuss. From her, her perspective, you're abusing me. 
Oh wow! Like as soon as I start cussing, it's like no. Nah, I, I grew up in a in an environment where dudes was always cussing all, all my mother. Nobody's gonna talk to me like that. Makes sense. So I understand it from that point point, uh, point of view or whatever. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to verbally abuse yeah. you. I'm fucking upset and I gotta <laughs> express myself. I, I don't know how. And it it got it was to the point where it was like I don't know how to not do that. Yeah. I don't know how to not start cussing as soon as I get upset. It's because you probably got frustrated. Like the fact that you had to. Be told, control yourself first, in a non-controlled moment. First thing I'm going to say is, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yep. <laughs> what the, what, wait, what? The, I can't start with what the fuck. I feel like that's that's how every d- conversation should start. Wait, what the fuck, fuck. though? What? <laughs> Can we talk about this? Let's backtrack. Take yeah, two steps like, back. But I couldn't do that. I had to, I, I mean, I wasn't able to do that in that relationship. It just, it was our wavelengths and going completely different directions. It just wasn't on the same frequency. And trying to find that frequency, I feel like is. It's part of, I guess, when we talk about soulmates, mm-hmm. like maybe you live on that same frequency. Maybe you come from that same frequency. So as soon as you meet this person, figuring out ways to communicate that with them is just natural. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And sometimes you don't necessarily have to say anything. I think I think that's what a lot of women want, is they want a man who they feel like can read their mind, which is not true. It's, it's bullshit. There's no real way. But I think maybe maybe uh, seven out of ten times, you, if you've been with somebody long enough, you can anticipate certain things that they want or certain yeah. things that they might do or certain things that they might say. And when you when you flaunt that shit, when you show it off, like, you, you get her exactly what she wanted for her birthday, yo, she's in love all over again. She's, yep. she's good for the next six months and she probably won't necessarily have an issue. But then, you know, then you become complacent. You stop, you exactly. stop showing her, you understand. They don't even reciprocate the same type of energy that you're giving them. Like, it's almost yeah. like you're feeding in. Like, hey, I'm feeding you my soul. Okay? Yeah. I, I'm hungry too. And that was one thing about myself when it came to relationships. I've always thought myself as I'm always teaching someone. Oh, I'm, yeah, always, I'm always showing you shit, putting you on something. If I don't get that same energy back, it's like, what are, what are you, what am I getting at this? Right. I, have a, I don't want to say like this. Am I, do I have a pet? Not a pet. Like, do I have like <laughs> a child right here? Because what do, you, what do you do with children? You raise them, you teach them things, you make them better for life, and yeah. you send them off. Yeah. As a parent, children, don't, children, good kids usually come back and like, hey, mom, you see me off to school, become a doctor, and now I know how to fix your knees. Yeah. So your knowledge helped train me so I can reciprocate that same energy back in it. But women don't do that. They get it, and they feel like, oh, my boo's showering me, yeah. and all this. And I'm saying, not saying women don't <clears> do this, but from my experience, a lot of people I come across, I make you guys better, and I see you on your way. And I'm okay with that. Like, I've accepted my role. Like My job in life is I come across people, I'm going to make you a little bit better in some way. Yo, what's that? What's that movie with uh with the dude and he would have sex with the girls and then they would go off and fight? Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> good luck, Chuck. Good, good luck, Chuck. <laughs> it's good luck, Marcus. Right here. <laughs> you feel like me? I, like I helped you find the one. There you go. Not, you know now you're the person you need to be <laughs> in order in order to find what you're looking Literally for. Literally, everybody yeah, I think I I look back now, almost all of them in relationships. Yeah. Like, I'm like. I'm like, you in a relationship? Wow. This is like COVID out here making. I don't know if it was COVID that forced some hands, but. Yeah, they get I, th- I think COVID did for some hands. <laughs> I think a lot of people was like, yo, I'm about to be lonely as fuck for the next six months. Let me do something. Let me slap. <laughs> yo, just come on. Come on through. You can come on through. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't like when you take your shoes off and your feet stay in the house, but you know, I'm going to deal with it now because I ain't trying to be cold tonight and lonely. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> I can't go nowhere for the next six months. Yeah. COVID, COVID relationships. I feel like that's a that's a whole podcast right there, man. It should like, be like if, if just just talking about the kind of shenanigans that people are probably falling into just because of how crazy things are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting less crazy, 
And people are probably breaking up right now. Yep, <laughs> they are. As we speak, they're like, "Yeah, that that was I was I was not in my right mind. I didn't have coronavirus, but I had I had something, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't what I needed. <laughs> and you're not what I need. Please go. It's like, <laughs> Please it's leave. The, the lug bug bit me and it healed already, oh, so I'm good to go. Yo, man, in them fucking COVID relationships, stop doing that to each other. <laughs> so, as I mentioned at the top of the episode. Uh, Marcus is one of my fellow Costa Rica boys. What's up? Uh, we just happened to hit Costa Rica um, this year. I think we were the only people to travel in the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Phenomenal Everybody else didn't quite make it out. We got out right before COVID and shit got weird. I remember COVID was starting, like when we went or whatever. And my boss and them, they was talking shit like, don't come back. <laughs> don't bring nothing back. Like, I'm like, stop fucking trying to scare me. Like, I'm going on vacation. I'll see y'all. And, you know. Of course, we went, had a, had a dope-ass time, stayed in a dope-ass hotel, saw some, cool, saw some dope shit, did some cool shit, and we made it back. Uh, you know, we stunned on everybody else in 2020. <laughs> like Listen, I said, it's been a great year. It's been a great year. It's been a great year. And I'm supposed to be traveling again, uh, real, as a matter of fact, like tomorrow. Tomorrow oh. in Tennessee. I'm supposed to be staying in a cabin in Tennessee. Okay, so okay. So that's it's literally the first time I've traveled probably I, since Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, somewhere in between that, I was supposed to go to Arkansas, but ain't nothing in Arkansas. Are you, so, are you going camping? Because you said no, no, no. It's a cabin. Um, you ever heard of Elk Spring? I ain't, I ain't about to. I mean, go ahead, throw out that. You might catch me. It's, it's cabins in Tennessee. I ain't, I ain't. So, uh, it's gonna be a good time. I bought a drone, um, and I bought a gun. <laughs> I mean, two things nice to have with COVID. Yeah, you so know, bailing I, is I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with bears. Like I don't, I've never been to Tennessee, and I'm worried that there might Remy, be bears. No one fucks with bears, right? Really. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I well, I want to know if I gotta fuck with a bear. Like I want to win. <laughs> I don't want to lose to a. Don't nobody want to lose to a bear. Not to if a you bear. gotta take on a bear, you wanna, you wanna win. You can't lose. If you, you lose, can, don't no, say that. You can't yeah, you lose. Can lose. You can lose. But if you lose, your life will never be the same. <laughs> You're not. You better that like. You might not you even have attack, a life. If you got attacked by a bear. Do you think you would want to survive that? I think I would want to. I might just let my the bear. Can you know what? You've done enough damage here. Go yeah. ahead. Who I'm wants, who wants to walk, walk around just filleted? <laughs> just just inside out. Is that filleted? Filleted. Just just leaking. Like Leak. you're different, man. Like you, did you see uh, Revenant? Yes. That movie? Yo, yes. Leo. Don't, I don't want to. He should have gave up. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he, he still died there, right? Uh, no, he, he survived the he whole. No, he, he made it out. The movie, oh yeah, got his yeah, revenge. yeah, He did everything he needed to do, and he and he got the Oscar. Listen, <laughs> he's a trooper. I don't yeah. know why people will go hunt yo, down the got, people who left you. Yo, get, got attacked by a bear and then won an Oscar. Like how the fuck? How the fuck you go from that to that? That's beyond trading day to me. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. I was actually just talking about him uh, winning that Oscar. But I thought he should have won his Oscar. Like he, that was his first Best Actor Oscar. I thought he should have won it for uh, Django. Oh yeah. You see Django, like that, that slave master villain that he played. Man, I'm not even mad. He was a slave master. He, he was he was amazing at it. Like, he was so amazing at it. But uh, we're not gonna get into the Black Lives Matter talk. But I did want to point out why Denzel Washington had to had to win his first Best Actor Oscar for playing a hood nigga villain. But then Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win for, you know, playing a fucking piece of shit white slave master. Like, why they was like, no, 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 let's not do that one. <laughs> let's just wait for the next one. I mean, because was Revenant that much better than the, his performance, per se? Because I thought his performance <sighs> in Django, I feel like he made that movie. He, he, he definitely but made between the movie. Him and, him and Sam Jackson, they yeah. both did amazing in that movie. They, yeah. they played the shit out of those characters. Yes. But he won it for 
you know, getting raped by a bear. I mean, if you want to look at it a different light, maybe the reason why Training Day, he got up a Training Day because he portrayed how cops really are. Now, I'm not trying to get Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. it could be on trying that Trying not to be, be too racial. We both <laughs> two black men here, though. We got feelings about stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, I like Denzel. That's, that's what all this means. So... <laughs> So yeah, I just want to bring up Costa Rica, um, cause you know that's what we did this year, and I apologize to everybody who couldn't do something like that this year. I'm not. It's been rough. <laughs> Y'all choices. It's been rough, uh, but hopefully we getting back to it. Hopefully things are getting better for everybody. So I, I haven't had no big you know issues this year, um, but. I recently, recently tried to create a Twitter account for this podcast, mm-hmm. a lot of perspective, and uh, somehow I lost. Somehow, like, it, it, it was an actual battle, like a fight, and I, I lost. What I did was I created a, that I created the Twitter account, and then I, I caught myself trying to be cute and setting the, the birth date. You got a Twitter account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to set the birth date as the first episode of the podcast. So then, according to Twitter, that meant I was two, three months old. <laughs> two three months and you, you're not allowed to be a two or three month old and actually open a Twitter account like they have they have safeguards there's safeguards if you're if you are a, a, a three month old and you try to open a Twitter account they're like no absolutely not you are not allowed on Twitter honestly you're you, a baby if you're three what years are you old doing next to this computer first of all where are your parents listen three years old if you can, if you can fathom the logic to open up Twitter, you deserve it, in my opinion. I but think so. I, I, feel, I mean, but if you're dumb enough, like me, to put that you're only three months old, like somehow, <laughs> somehow I got my ass kicked by the weakest security on the entire internet. The you know them security. websites you be trying to go into and they be like, oh, uh, you want to get into this website? What, what, when were you born? How old are you? Nobody goes, oh shit, I'm fucking 13, and then just get kicked out. Yeah. Everybody's like, yo, I was born in 1900. Rush roulette that. Nigga, I'm 120 years old. Do you understand how long I've been around? Do you know how much shit I've seen? <laughs> so somehow that that happens, and I'm like, they, they like the account gets blocked, mm-hmm. and I'm like, but I really want this this uh, you know account. Like I had chosen the name at this point. So they're like, well, okay, you can open it back up. All you have to do is send us photo ID with your name and birthday. I'm like, I have never given Twitter any personal information. I don't even have my first name and birthday on Facebook, which <laughs> Facebook demands that shit. They you know do what I'm saying? That shit. I don't give it to them. Why the fuck I'm gonna give it to y'all to open a Twitter <laughs> account? All I did was make a fucking mistake. <laughs> like I literally, uh, let me see if I can find it. I wrote, I wrote, instead of sending them my. Uh, fucking picture ID with all of my information that I feel like Twitter doesn't fucking need on it. I sent them a, I sent them, a, them an actual picture of what I have to say about the situation because, because <laughs> I feel like why are we sitting? It's like, it's like something dumb happens. Like, like say you get pulled put over jaywalking. You know what I'm saying? And then the cop is like actually acting like it's something that he has to do something about. No, motherfucker, like, you're supposed to go like this, and you shouldn't have done that, and then we both go our separate ways. Why are you making this official? Why are you sitting there acting like this is a thing that has to be recorded? Like, it's not, it's not that deep. Let's wrap it up. Let's move on. Especially, I I sent to, I sent to Twitter, I was like, hey, uh, I am not a child. Um, I thought I was being cute by sending the birthday to the first episode of the podcast, and thus my account was automatically locked. I would not be providing any personal identification for a Twitter account. Please just unlock. (laughs) 
<laughs> I sent him a picture of that. Because I was like, I'm not sending y'all my ID. So wait, does Twitter have like two type of accounts, like business and like personal? I feel I like for a business, you shouldn't have to do it. I feel like for a business. They, they don't differentiate. I mean, maybe maybe once you get to a certain point, maybe there's a way to specify that it's a, it's a yeah. business account. But mine... Mine was, I, it, was, it, was, it was it was three months old. It was a three month old account. Yeah, like this brand new. This baby fresh thing from he's the slick. Womb. I literally was just creating it. Smart ass baby. And I just, ha- I just like the automatic. I don't. They don't. You don't even have to put in your birthday. That's what's dumb. I could have just left the birthday off and been okay. But because I want to sit there and try to be cute, I get locked out of my fucking account. This is what cute gets you. Right? And then they gotta be like, oh, we need you to identify yourself. First of all, Remy Mulatto. You ain't heard about me, motherfucker. <laughs> I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here with Marcus. I do things out in these streets. You ain't. You ain't. I ain't gotta send you no ID. Nah, not Remy. Identification. Listen, I know Remy's real name until three years later. I got identity later. issues. Goddamn it! Don't fuck my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you good. Like I didn't know Remy's real name until three years later. I was like, oh, yeah, what? man, yeah, man. And I get offended when people call me that. I'm like, who? <laughs> who the fuck? Like, like the only person that's still calling me by my government name is Ed. Yeah, well, he does. Do he, like, yeah, because because he ain't he for him. Remy Mulatto was born a couple years ago. You know, he's like I don't know that motherfucker. He's known me much longer than I've been Remy Mulatto. So for me to even like introduce myself, that he's like that's not I don't, that's not who you are. I don't know who <laughs> who the fuck. Is. <laughs> so I get it. I, it'd be like if if he all of a sudden decided to start going by fucking I don't know. The Sandman or some shit like that. I'm like, that's that's Ed. That's not the Sandman. <laughs> I know him. I see. I've, I've seen him every day. Sleepy eyes over for a long time. We used to live together. You know what I'm saying? We would, we worked together. I've seen that man so much. That's Ed. That's not the Sandman. So he can't reconcile that. But it's fun, you know, to to to, to dabble in it. But yeah, Remy Mulatto is here. He has a podcast. And uh, get used to it, bro. Who the fuck is Jeremy? <laughs> who is, who is Jeremy Aaron? <laughs> Who's Jeremy? Yo, who is Marcus? Man, I don't even know. Because you speaking of speaking of nicknames, I feel like I have like three aliases out there. Yeah. Hey, where the let's talk about Akuma. Okay. <laughs> honestly, I, I don't I, I don't know how it got honestly portrayed. I think this is from my my nerd style gaming days mm-hmm. playing Smash. I was like, what's a what's a good name? Because everyone had everyone had like their nickname. It was like my homeboy La, uh, like Lade, but he had like his nickname. I forgot what it was Travis was. Mm. Cash money, right on. Shout out. Akuma to Cash just money. felt right when it came to fighting games because I'm like, when it came to Street Fighter, when it came to Smash, I always Super Smash Brothers. Yep, Super Smash. Akuma Brothers. was on there. No, no, he it wasn't. But like, there was one character. Who oh, oh, posed. you, you was like Akuma. Yeah, on I, there. I would be nice like that was Akuma because <laughs> Akuma was one of them, <laughs> them motherfuckers. It's a <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the name came from my nerd lifestyle, so it kind of just transpired. It trans- it changed from any fighting game I've ever been in. I've always called myself Akuma. Right on. And I think the reason why, especially the one game I kind of still do play to this day, is Smash. Mm-hmm. Like Yoshi was my character, and he had a he had a he had a certain pose where he when he beat you and gave him the victory title screen. They could pose like Akuma, like right. hands drop, waist to the side, uh, look to the side, like damn. Like, and, they, and they had a black Yoshi too. That's what they had a black, black Yoshi. Yoshi. Oh black shit! Yoshi with the pose. <laughs> hit a red little spot on his back. Oh, that was, that Marcus was like, yo, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm the black Yoshi. Black Yoshi over here. <laughs> Standing like Akuma. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Shout out to Akuma. Um, okay, so let's talk about your hashtag because I see that quite a bit. I be wondering. I be wondering about it. What, um, what, is, what does that mean? Oh, I, I, like I like that question. I like that question. Okay, okay. So, but I'm not Superman. It was originally. Yeah, so, you, if you follow Marcus on any social media platform, 
and you see some of his posts. A lot of times you'll see hashtag, but I'm not Superman. It's pretty consistent. I like it. It is. I like it. It's like it's it's, it's dope branding. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, me me as somebody who's trying to brand myself as a podcaster, I appreciate that. So I'm not Superman. Thank Let's you. Thank it. you. So the origination of um, but I'm not Superman. Pretty much, it's, it's kind of stays like this. I view myself as the Black Clark Clint. All right. Okay. Kent Clark. All right. The what Black Clark Kent. Kent. Thank you. See, case will kill you when you get a little tipsy. But uh, yo, man, I, I would think so if you had on the glasses. But right now you super <laughs> pull them off. <laughs> pull them off. But pretty much this, the phrase originally means that you can't save everybody you come in contact with. And uh, I learned this as oh, a life man, lesson. That's, oh, that's a good ass lesson, I used bro. To be a yes, man. I used to be a guy that would like I couldn't disappoint my friends. Yeah. I would like. Marcus, if I ever got asked and I was put in this situation where I could say no, you never got no from me. Yeah. Hey, can you do this? Okay, let's, yeah, let's make yeah, this happen. Yeah. And I got to a point where I was like, man, you know what? It doesn't he, matter what you do, you can't always make everyone happy. You right. Like, and, Superman and, saves everybody. Yeah. I'm not him. Yeah. And I've actually applied and some a lot of Some people push so hard. Some people push so hard. So hard. And it, I mean, and it, it, in relationships, it's even worse. Because one of, I've said this before, one of the big things that fucks with relationships is expectations. Like, when a relationship starts out, there's really no expectation. It's all mm. learning. It's all, it's like, I don't know what this person is. I'm going to find out. It's fun. Yep. And then once you sort of feel like you got it figured out, you're like, well, why didn't you do that, though? Because that's what you normally you do. Picking apart. I've seen you do it, uh, uh, you know, 100 times a day every day. Why are you not doing it today? I got expectations. Mm-hmm. And you're like, because I'm fucking different today. Get off my back. Like, why, <laughs> why are you bullying me? <laughs> like, Let me change. That's how relationships are. Yeah. It's, it's just bullying from one person to another on different days. <laughs> so you're not Superman, so you can't necessarily fulfill people's expectations and it's and it's their shit you know yeah. what i'm saying it's not necessarily you it's, it's them developing what they feel like you are you are supposed to be in their life yep and you ain't living their life you're living exactly your life. i'm so acknowledging like, that i'm not gonna be yeah. the individual that's gonna fix everything for yeah you. that's that's important yeah that's important i still have yet to learn that lesson i <laughs> it's hard I'm, it's a hard i mean me. part of it is like i don't i don't think i don't think there's anybody in my life that pulls on me too much so I mean, there's, what has been people? There's been people who have asked for too much, and I, I have I have boundaries, so I think that works. But on the other hand, like I just uh, I do want to save everybody. <laughs> I, I want to save it's the okay world. To it's save. a natural instinct. You just gotta realize when you, you want, can't do it, because honestly, yeah. like the you, reason you're right. You the definitely prime can't example, do it. And I want to call my very first girlfriend. This is where I think the whole shout out the first from. girlfriend. Shout out to the first girlfriend. Back in the day, I, I would say I would have done anything just to be around this girl. Like, yeah. There was one point in time where uh, her mother wasn't really feeling me, and it got to the point where, like, when she was standing with her mom, it was like back in like near high school times, and yeah. Stuff like that. For me to see her, I would have to go jump the fence. All right. Not right. one fence, not two fences, three separate <laughs> fences that led to three different houses. And let me tell you, I mean, at the time, now that me and my thirties, knees the way they are, I mean, mm. I still could probably pull it off. But man, like I, I, I was crazy. One of the business had a dog. Like, oh lord. And this wasn't like a once. It was like every day I'm coming to see you. And if I want to see you, I gotta, I gotta park my car. Yeah. Down the street, walk to the end street, the where the, the fences are in the, in the alleyway. Jump, jump, jump. Then just to hang out. Yeah. And then it was the funny part because one point in time I did, I did a jump snare like that. I jumped in and it was like this old Asian lady. Now, me being the black guy, you see me jump your fence. What's your natural reaction when you see Negro <laughs> jumping on the fence? <laughs> you call the police. <laughs> I mean, call the police. My only reaction at that moment was, please don't, don't scream, don't calm yeah, down. Yeah, don't. I, 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 just I don't out. mean no harm. I'm just trying to pass through. I'm just trying to pass I, through. It's not, this ain't for you. 
Yeah. I mean, they got Black Lives Matter with yeah. back then because I probably got hit a couple times with shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, yeah, we've all done those things when I, in our youth. <laughs> Going through motherfuckers <laughs> back there you shouldn't have been. Oh, Lord. I mean, it was, it was still a fun time. Like, you was doing the it, most to get the shorty. Doing the most. And then that, I think from that, and me, that was a good little minute. And that experience taught me in life because I was just trying to make her happy back then. And I was losing who I was trying to do that, go through that process. So I realized right. that. If you try was to it, was it was that religious based? I mean, was it like what 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 do you feel like you were losing in in, in yourself? I wasn't learning how to be who I was as an individual, like who I am oh, now. Oh, because you were too young to really. Exactly. So you weren't going walking your path. I was you were starting to walk her, her path. I exactly. see. I we were merging to two people. Wow, you realized that at the time you was like, "Yo, this this is not me." Don't get me wrong. It took some years. Most, a lot of motherfuckers fuck around and get married, <laughs> have a couple of kids, and be like, "Yo, this ain't me at all." <laughs> This or you, I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess it's good you ain't get a pregnant. <laughs> good you ain't get a pregnant. Wrap it up, young Marcus. Wrap it up. We're surviving that situation. Don't let that raw raw, that wop get you confused oh, out here. It, it's a trip how 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 one bad nut changes your life. <laughs> he said what? One bad nut changes your life because you. I mean, we all young and dumb. We all bust bust nuts that we should. We definitely bust. slide in a couple. And you know. I feel like there's a privilege in that. There's there's so much privilege in not ever getting nobody pregnant accidentally, or you know if you do having the means to terminate that pregnancy <laughs> to the in left, whatever to way the possible, left. if you know, assuming that she's willing. Shout out to Plan B. <laughs> he said, shout out. <laughs> Plan B saved my Save life. Lives. Man. Yo, Plan B knows the Black Lives Matter. Listen, you definitely knows lives. <laughs> Plan B knows. At that point, all lives matter. At that point. <laughs> Plan B is the only person that can say. It's the only company that can say all lives matter. matter. Nobody else. The rest of y'all lying. The rest of y'all lying. Plan B means it. That's gonna have to be a slogan. They, they, they come out with a commercial talking about all lives matter. They just hit it with the Plan B. Like, oh yeah. God. Except sperms. <laughs> Sperm lies. <laughs> egg lies. Them, them, them don't matter. They don't matter. <laughs> Any, anything that's in the womb. Nope. Sorry, mm-hmm. you ain't make it yet. All right. So that's toxic. Let's move on. <laughs> next topic. Next Let's topic. move on. Um. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good. So, I didn't even get to what I was what I was what I was gonna get to about that uh, whole Twitter conversation. Oh, go ahead, go get to it. Then. Do you do you ever feel so? The thing about that that was that I fucking lost to a fucking uh, to a birthday, and then I remember the other day I was trying to like make my my ceiling fan because I recently moved into a condo. I was trying to make my ceiling fan remote controlled mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have to pull on the chains or whatever. Okay. Um. And when I tried to, you know, do it or whatever, it, it didn't work out. It didn't work. Like, like it worked, but then I realized, yo, I'm not qualified for the situation. I need to call a, a, a real man. <laughs> I need to call somebody who knows things about this. But eventually I figured it out. But at the time I felt real dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like you just try to do something that doesn't work out, you feel dumb. So like, for me, I like to call that just, just stupid L's. Um, those, like the birthday thing, like what a, what a dumb way to take a loss. And, and I couldn't get that fucking Twitter account. Do you feel like you've had any just real dumb L's lately? Just like, like how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, so one of my hobbies, I am a poker player. And right I feel on. like, of all the come-ups I've hit late recently, I think for two days I had the worst luck. Well, I don't know. I feel like, I don't want to say I'm addicted. I'm not a gambler like that. But I do have moments where I was like, you know what? I'm on top of the world. Yeah. Why, the why not? Give it a hits. shot, man. Why not? Yeah. Hits. And 
It's already uh, me and my brother. We come up with a rule when you go to poker. You never go into the wallet. If you whatever you come in with, you, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's get. a good rule. Every day, it's a good rule. Eighty percent. Be committed to the mo- amount of money you're gonna you lose. lose. Yeah. Just didn't was committed. I, I came hit the ATM two more times. Oh, like, oh no! I know. Oh no! Yo, man, ATMs in, in in any casino should be fucking illegal. It should. You should be. have to bring the money you got <laughs> and leave without that money if you if that's yeah. ATMs in casinos. It's the worst. ATMs in casinos is like <laughs> that's like uh that's like yo. What is that like? <laughs> That's like, uh, I'm trying to think of like maybe condoms at the strip club, but not quite. Like I, I want, yeah, it's, I like, mean, it's like selling yeah, condoms at the strip you, club. You try to get lucky, and you might take it off. Or you might slide. Oh, you know what? I'm already yeah. here. Yeah, the real it's, thing. it's like a condom vending machine in the bathroom of the strip club. <laughs> That's what an ATM machine in the casino is. You use it your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> like yo, we just we gonna make sure that bad things happen here for you. <laughs> Damn. Work. So hit you hit the hit the ATM twice. So that's that, that was your and I, I'm guessing it didn't work out. Nah. And the thing is, I, there was one hand. I mean, that was here. That was uh. Yep. Derby okay. on, on my guinea. It was um, I, the one the last hand that I, I felt like I went all in. And it was a, it was a good hand. I'm like, you know, a six hearts. Two um, two hearts hit the hit the board on on. Uh, That's how you know his feelings hurt. He remember the cards. The cards. <laughs> he remember he remember listen, the numbers. Listen, it was king king two. Two kings, one uh, king of hearts, or two hearts. I have an ace of hearts, a six of hearts. Now, in the poker world, if you get five of a one suit, that's called a flush. That yeah. beats a lot of shit. Like, especially with ace of hearts, that beats a lot. The only thing that can beat that is a straight flush, four of a kind, or a boat. Right. That, there was no boat option out there. No boat option. I got the dude next to me. He going all in for 300. Mm. On the other side, going in for 280. Oh. Listen, oh, I got 250 in front of me. This is about to be, and we've already put people already put money in the pot. This is about to be a grand. Yeah. So I can't walk Got, away. Like, you just can't. Yeah, like, you I'd rather you, lose the 200 or take a grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost the 280. Damn, man. I know it hurts. And that was like, I already hit the ATM twice for 200. So I, that's like 480 in one night. That's, then, a, that's almost rent. And then Marcus went home and took a cold shower. The coldest of showers. He was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? I got to rethink some things. I went to the ATM twice and still walked out with the L. God damn oh. it. Can't breathe. <laughs> Ain't no L in ATM. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? And then the worst part is my brother hit, hits me out. Oh, you, 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 you love dog? Oh man, I'm up. I'm up fifteen hundred. Man, fuck you in that fifteen hundred. <laughs> wipe, go wipe your eyes with that shit in your butt. That's <laughs> funny. Oh man. Yeah, I can't complain. I was winning all week during my birthday, so I can't really. It's not like I'm I'm negative, but it just hurt. I don't know any loss from birthday yeah. no, from birthday dates to like it just it's an L's an L, man. You know what I realized? I feel like losing is very much akin to the pain of like learning. Because whenever I feel like I'm learning something new and I I can't necessarily get it, you know, you get real real frustrated. And I feel like that frustration is at least at the very least, if not a brother or cousin to. The frustration that you get, you know, when you really just just outright fail when you try to do something and you get a stupid L out of it, you know, like fucking putting in the wrong birthday or going to the ATM when you probably should have cashed out. <laughs> yep. It's just. But that's that's what's important about losing is that you know it's it's, it's called an L for a reason because it's supposed to be a lesson. Yep. Supposed to learn from L for the lessons. I'm not going to the ATM again on, on that again. I, something wasn't right. I knew something wasn't right. I'm not gonna fuck with it. Nope. I'm not fucking entering no fucking birthday. I don't even need to. Why am I <laughs> on this account entering a birthday? Why does Twitter need to know my birthday? 
Like Twitter don't show birthdays. So why would I, I even ask? I'm actually curious about that. So why? So now when you take the first sale, why not try and go back and make? Because technically, that's the name what I was, did. Okay. That's right, what I did. Right, well, see, I, I just yeah, I went and tried to make another one, and I was gonna try to get the same username. And you know It, it wouldn't let Not me get it So I was like Alright well fuck that username I ain't about to send y'all No fucking information Alright Twitter Like you don't get to know Who I am You gotta you gotta pay Like everybody else So <laughs> pay to know me Yes I like that So uh Yeah So learn from your mistakes I mean that's The big ones The little ones Especially the big ones You gotta learn from the big mistakes Like the little ones I mean you, I, I could I could lose 30 Twitter accounts And it ain't gonna change my life <laughs> It'll be a fun story. It'll be stupid or whatever. But once once you start getting to the big stuff, man, just like how we were talking about marriage yep. and relationships and stuff like that, you learn so much about yourself. You learn so much about life, and you gotta come out of that. You gotta come out of every one of those situations slightly different person, a slightly different person. You gotta be completely changed. Something, something that's gonna be new be about you. You yeah. don't want to be the same person to come out of experience. Cause what's the point? You don't. And, and that's what's beautiful about you know you talk about a lot of your relationships. Those people. After they left you, they went into new situations and they were better people exactly. in those situations. They they were able to get lessons from you. And that's important. It like, sucks It sucks being good luck, Chuck, but yeah. you still got that proud parent feeling. Yeah. You know what? I was there for that process. And so, so many people don't appreciate that. I, I see... Probably shouldn't go into this, but I'm go thinking about it. it. Hold it back. I, I see so many people bashing their exes, right? Like, there's a lot of people who's like, yo, if I saw that motherfucker, I'd shoot him in the face. Damn. What you have to understand is, in that situation, you're carrying, you're carrying negativity. First of all, you're carrying like true. bad shit that you don't necessarily have to carry. Like whatever it is, I, I mean, if we get cheated on, I, I see that's hard to get Let past go. or whatever. Yeah. But ultimately, that that should be something that people supposed to drink when I say ultimately. <laughs> at the I'll end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, you. <laughs> Damn, I, I forgot what I was saying. Off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you feeling, Marcus? I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, so we was talking about relationships. We was talking about... You, you know what we was talking about? I mean, ultimately, <laughs> you, you, were, you were on a good road. I like, was talking about the word ultimately. Not, talk, not talking about your Why do I say the word ultimately every single time I'm trying to make a point? Do you know what I hate? I hate it when motherfuckers say at the end of the day. That's one of those that triggers me because I hear it so much. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All shit I said before, it don't matter. Yo, but at the end of the day, let me, this let me, shit here. And let me tell you how much of a hypocrite I realized I was today. Like, I hear that shit and I hear it a lot. Like, I, I know mad people. Black, black folks use it a lot. A lot of black folks say, like, at the end of the day. It's just, it's just part of our vocabulary. And sometimes I say it too. So I've heard it so much. I'm like, yo, can can we just retire that phrase? Not even say at the end of the day no more. Because at the end of the day, the day is over. That's 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 what you should be saying. And then, but at the end of the day is is the exact same thing as me saying ultimately. So I just don't say at the end of the day. Instead, I say ultimately. Ultimately, I don't know who else says ultimately, but I say. I think it it's a just lot. you. I mean, you have any trademark that you might be the only Listen, one. Make that your thing. Go when you when when this episode comes out. Go back and listen to it. Every single time I say ultimately, take a drink. <laughs> It'll be a good night, I promise. <laughs> It'll be a good night. I don't know how many times I've said it thus far, but yeah. It's are we, are we counting the times that you're explaining ultimately? No, 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 no don't just... count those. Don't count those. Okay, you're still getting you're at four. I, I kept track. <laughs> you're at four. Yeah, it's, uh, it's goofy. You, you got anything like that that you feel like... I mean, because I, I only catch it when I listen back to the podcast. Just things that I feel like... I, I could do that less. I, I don't have to do that as much as I do, and it's it's a nervous habit. Like just like when people say um, you know, oh, when, yeah, they, like, when they hop. talk, yeah. 
Dude, for me, if I'm hearing if I'm, if I'm hearing a wild or crazy story, I'm always like, man, that's crazy. That's why, like, that's crazy. Like, I will. That's crazy. Like, I mean, I'm not that's saying I'm making, I'm not making fun. Like, I'm not listening, but yeah, that shit is crazy. I'm like, I don't want you to say it at this point because. And, and, and so what's funny about that is they they say something that's crazy. And you hit him with the first. That's crazy. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? But that's about as far as you can go. I'm done. And then they say something crazier <laughs> yeah. than that. Like you, what you supposed to say? That's what? that's that's double crazy. That's crazy <laughs> times two. Like you can't that's, you can't up it. You can't. What you said? That's that's crazy. You, <laughs> you blew your load. You, you can't double crazy. Yeah, you blew your I load. I feel like I've, I've but come mad to point, crazy things is happening in this story. You're right. <laughs> I feel like at this point I've learned to know the time. That's crazy. You gotta. You gotta. You don't <laughs> never say it. You gotta time it. Like girl, guess what? I got punched in the face. You Yo, that's crazy. You don't say it then. You go for real. You're like what happened? Because you go tell you, me the details. Tell me the details. Let me. That's crazy. I got the punched and then kicked in the face. Yo, wow, that's that crazy. crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because you don't you don't waste it. That's crazy. You don't waste the crazy. Oh, you can't waste the face. Yo, you got punched and drop kicked. Oh, that's that's why. Yo, that's the craziest that's thing I've heard today. <laughs> and then if you really like, it, you say, "Dang, you throw a dang in front." Dang, yeah. that like not just that crazy. Dang, that's dang. crazy. Oh man. Anywho. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard because I know for me, if I'm listening to a story and I get to that's crazy. I'm not really listening no more. I'm just trying to like, yo, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. That's your that's your cue wild, to man. let the story be and <laughs> it's hype is right then yeah. and there. You can't say some out more yeah. outlandish shit in the next five seconds. Right. You need to wrap it up. Like what like yo, where's the climax? Let's hit the climax. <laughs> I'm ready for the climax. It's gotta be like a like a fucking episode of Scandal or some shit like that. Like something <laughs> interesting gotta happen every every five, every like, you know, quarter quarter minute of Olivia Pope walk dad walks out. He's alive, yo. <laughs> they survived all those shots. Yeah, give me give me the surprise before the commercial. Like hit me with that shit. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Whatever happened to Scandal? That was a good I mean, a lot it got crazier. Oh, I know what happened to Scandal. Like did it die off? I people, don't know what people, happened. A lot of people hated the the relationship, the prime relationship of the show, which was the president, between her and yeah. the president. No, most people didn't like that. They liked the the proceduralness of her solving cases or whatever. True. And the show kind of moved away from that and into the, the the story, which to me was interesting for the first like two seasons or whatever. But I didn't even watch it past that. You know, side notes on that. Um, I love and, it, and that's another one of those shows where you're like, yo, that's crazy. That, yeah. And then something else happened, yo, yo, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Eventually, you you done. I didn't say seven that's crazy. I'm done with this show. I got, I got stuff to do. And, and, and two things. And two things on that. I love Olivia Pope, but uh, Quinn and Millie both could have got it. I don't know why. Hey. We, especially, I don't know Quinn, little quiet, crazy ass. I kind of want her. Like, man, she's she's a go getter. Like, <laughs> she Olivia is a go getter. She really changed her whole life. She changed the whole. Yo, any, any chick who changed their whole life go from what was she like? She, a, I don't know what she was. She was a male. Yeah, she got recruited in the first episode, and then the she became a hacker. Went came through some hacker, wild shit. Knows how to kill. That was a that's a ride or die bitch. I want her. Mm. Fuck, me, fuck. I mean, fuck Millie. I mean, I, I, she was, she was still getting it, but <laughs> fuck, I don't want to say fuck Olivia Pope, but like <laughs> Quinn was it for me. I don't I, I don't know if anybody else thinks the same thing, but you wanted to take who do everything, who yeah. be what you need to be. That you was know, Quinn. You know, you know what? What I feel like you're illustrating. You're illustrating a woman. Portrayed in a TV show who advanced, right? Whereas Olivia Pope, she was more. Or less, she, as a matter of fact, she was moving backwards because she kept getting deeper and deeper into these situations. Yes, she kept more or less getting dumber. Yep. Whereas you got Quinn, she, she, you know, started off just, just a woman and ended up being a bad bitch. Like, like she grew into something better. She blossomed. Yep. She blossomed. And Olivia Pope wasn't blossoming, and that's probably why the show didn't keep going. They're like, man, we can't, we can't fuck around with Olivia Pope too much because what's going on? She's doing so, the same dumb shit. Like, so that's what Marcus is saying. He wants, he wants y'all to blossom out here. He wants y'all to move forward 
and not go not go find another relationship like grow in this situation with me and we'll see what happens yes you know what I'm saying do yeah you, so so do you feel like that's what happens when these women when these in these relationships y'all grow you feel like because y'all have grown you grow apart <sighs> all right I want to say this because I want to sound like sound like I'm sab- uh, I'm a sabotage sabotage Sabot- individual yeah but so we were rudely interrupted by the landscape man but shout out to landscapers anyway, <laughs> I, like I, I, I'm not gonna let this one experience with this landscaper make me judge all landscapers. Nah, nah, nah. You know what I'm saying, I mean, I, I could, I could come from this experience and be like, you know what? Fuck landscapers, fuck landscapers, and fuck their families. <laughs> Damn, you going, you going <laughs> you know beyond the limits here. Everything about landscapers because this one fucking landscaper was interrupting my podcast, even though he ain't know. He you know what? I'm gonna give you he that. He ain't too. even do it on purpose. Because if he's a real landscaper, he be doing this shit in the 12, Yo, 12 he, p.m. Yeah, he's degrees. a fuck up. What is he doing? Well, you know what? Dude, this is- no, I, I guess I guess he got the cheat code right here. He's Chico. like, Yo, it's cool out here. Why the fuck am I? Y'all, y'all out here in the sun. He's working hard enough. Hey, I'm, I'm working in the daylight and no sun. Like, y'all, this, th- that's why we the best. That's call us. We're 1-800 landscapers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him. All right. He getting it done. Um, so, I don't know where we left off. I think we're talking about relationships. We're talking about growth. Blossom, it grows. Um, how... Oh, sabotage. Like, I feel like I want to yeah, say sabotage. You don't necessarily feel like you sabotage your relationships, but once they get to a certain point, things get wild. Not even that. So, me being a Virgo, and I oh, think... me being a Virgo. Virgo. I hate to Yo, say man. me being a Virgo. Come on, man. I'm, ve- I'm very analytical. <laughs> I, Virgos, man. I, 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 I analyze people, man. The thing is, before I even started the phase of, like, if I'm going to mess with someone or talk to someone... I always ask a lot of engaging questions. And the reason why, I'm actually making a report of who this person actually is before I actually invest any actual mental energy. Yeah, And gotcha. I can already kind of detail it, kind of see what I'm getting myself into. Now, I do see, don't get me wrong, I can always see someone's potential. I yeah. can always see your potential. Like, you have this potential. And that's, usually... That's a good thing to see. It is. It's good because it gives you that optimistic view because I'm an optimistic kind of person. The problem is, though, when I, when I get in these situations and I, get, I put my optimistic out to like, all right, they, have, they, they are this level of attractiveness, this, they're this level of smartness, they're this module of the educated or driven. Now, let me see if I, if I get with them and I can push them. Will they initially, on their own, pick up the pieces I'm giving them and move forward with it? A lot of times they don't. And so then it's like I keep getting pushing and pushing them forward and forward. And yes, they're they're definitely progressing. But then I get to that same scenario. Now I'm feeding you life from my own um, source. Right. But you're not feeding me. Yeah, we have fun times. You may do crazy wild things that I like. But you get to a point where you feel like, like you're not getting. I'm not getting what I need. We sustain myself because if I can't, if I'm not learning from you, what's the purpose of me being with you so yeah. that you can get fully fed knowledge wise? Okay. So let me ask you a question. When you get to the point where you don't feel like you're getting everything you need, how do you communicate that? Or what do you feel like you do to let this person know, I need more from you? I think this, that's the beauty of it. Because <clears throat> usually they realize that they like who I am for them. And they want to proceed to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, like, hey, I'm ready for a relationship. And I'm not going to lie. I don't open, come out and directly say that to them like... Well, I'm not because you haven't really gave me a good reason besides you know, the physical aspect or some of the other key categories. And, and like we said earlier, it's it's hard for you to... Like, men can't do that. Men are not allowed to say, you, you haven't been performing. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get to the gym. Like, not, you know, specifically, but I'm going to need you to show some effort. I'm yeah. going to need you to work out on these situations. Yep. This, but you can't say it. You can't say that. 
So how how do men how can how can a man communicate that? I mean, we honestly, if I feel like you gotta come up with no fear, I, I try to do that. Come with no fear. Just say I, what's on your mind because they gonna either have to love you or hate you. And, and I'd rather you and hate and respect me than love me and then lie to me. Yeah, from my experience, even communicating it doesn't work because I think people. Oh, this is gonna sound strange. Nah, I go for it. I don't know. <sighs> okay. I don't, I can't say this definitively, but I know me, I grow a lot in relationships. It's almost as if people become stagnant as soon as they hit a relationship. Yep. Like, like as soon as you get into a relationship, you stop growing, except once that relationship is over, everything you're supposed to learn from that relationship, you learn at that time. So you can't apply it to the relationship because it has to happen after the relationship is over. Yep. And because <clears throat> I don't know how many times I've seen girls like I'm broke up, but now I'm gonna now I'm on my shit now. Wait, so yeah. wait, you're single, you could have been free. on your, yeah. Why are you better now? Why are you a better individual because I'm not here? Where was that person that's more attractive, and, more educated? Yo. Like, why do you get these attributes? And then the thing is, I feel like women. Only you know only what it is? is? What? Tell me, please tell me. I want to know. I want to know. It's, it it's the loss. So remember how we talked about failure. Losing a being a lesson. So when you in, you're in a relationship and the shit, and you're just in it trying to figure it out or whatever, but you're you're within that bubble, I guess, so you can't see it objectively. <laughs> and then once it's over, it's like, yo, I fucked up, or something didn't go right. I need to learn something. And then you know, depending on the kind of person you are, you pick and choose what you want to like, what was pull wrong. from the situation. Okay. And uh, I, I know, I know, for me. I've had like exes who came came back to me later and was like, "Yo, I could I could have been better. I, I definitely like you you were you were kind of right. You know what I'm saying? You hear that after the fact, but it's like, yo, if you had said that like like five years ago, probably could have just we could have just stuck it out. But we also got to agree for ourselves as man. We we I I hate to say it, I know, and I want to sound cocky when I say this. I feel like any relationship that I get in, and if I gave all of me mm. at the start, they would be happy. I'll probably be married. I'll probably have kids. Because the one thing I can say about myself, I, I look, listen, and I learn, and I, and I understand. I will ask questions because I want to know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I don't usually put myself in. Let me just dive in. Because I, I feel like I'm already giving up so much of myself yeah. to an individual. Like, I've already taught you. I've already pushed you forward. You want me to give you more shit and you haven't filled my bucket at all? Like, yes, you probably give me companionship and we probably have a, a physical aspect. But... Mind-wise, what do you really do? Like, what's my favorite color? You, I mean, you probably like. I mean, if I tell you enough times, you'll probably learn it. But why do I have to tell you? I asked you what yours was, but yeah. I gotta tell you what mine is. You know, why is that? Is that like? See how I, I gotta feed you, but you got, you yeah. gotta, you just take. Uh, it's not. It's never been the same. Like, I just I mean, when you were single, the single lifestyle, or when you were in the dating before you got with your girl now. How many questions that you feel like she asked you were definitely engaging? Probably simplistic questions, but like. Let me see who you are. It was more like it was always a, a, a bounce off of what you asked. Like, hey, what's your favorite food? Mm. They tell you. And then just, oh, like a parent, oh, what's your favorite food? Yeah. Like, it's never been like, man, hey, Marcus, what you, what you want to be? Your, I don't know if this sounds kind of dumb. What you want to be when you grow up? Like, <laughs> where you where, where you see yourself in the next five years? Yeah. And, and, if they, and usually when I've been asked that question, it's because they already told me what they want to see themselves at five years. So they're not really asking you just because they want to know what you want to be at. They're mm. asking you because they're trying to see if you fit in their plan of yeah. five years. Like I was just, I, so what you, what you trying to do for later in life? 
and then and have them ask a question, and I just leave it at that. I'm not going to immediately tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not. What are you trying to be in yeah. five years? Are you trying to be what? Okay, cool. What, what, what are your plans? What's your process? Have you gone through to get to that point? Oh, you want to be a nail tech? Have you gone to school for it? Yeah. Nah, well, then how do you, what, what are you doing to get there? Hmm. Oh, I'm just going, this is going to happen. Nah, here. <laughs> it's going to happen if you can. I mean, let me show you. And that's how me start the training process. There. Right, right. So I'm not a nail tech. I don't know anything about it, but this is what I know so far. And this is the tools I can give you. Now, it's your, it's your, it's at your discretion if you want to use what I give to further your, with your desires that you say you want, in quotes, right to on. go forward in life. Right on. Like, everything I've done, like, I usually I come to my conclusions on my own. Like, any type of, like, come up, hustle, a way to make things work in my favor, it's always been like I've taught myself it and I progressed on my own accord. Don't get me wrong. Now, there's, there's a couple of things I probably have got for the, for the females. Um, more like, like, not what you know, who you know scenarios. Like, oh, you, you got me to know this individual. Because girls are good. Women, I'm sorry, not girls. Women are good at making friendships. And they have, they are, that's one thing I can say. They're good at passing on their connections with another individual yeah. onto you. Yeah. I've definitely got a lot of that out of exactly. relationships. Exactly. You're like, oh, man, I know, I know this one dude who does mics or he, he does tattoos. <clears throat> and now I got myself a my own tattoo artist who, who does crazy work because I, I know a person that knows a person. Yep. One of one of my <clears throat> some of my favorite people in Tampa, uh, some of the people I'm actually going to Tennessee with tomorrow, I know them from my previous relationship. Like my girl was tutoring their son or whatever, and her and the mom hit it off. And then I went over there, and I liked all of them or whatever. And now I'm better friends with them than she is. <laughs> like she doesn't even really see them as much, but I love them and I, I, you know, I hang out with them all the time. So like. I think that's definitely one one good thing that the men. I mean, I, don't, I can't say I can't speak for all men. It, it depends. Like I know for me, I was I was very introverted or whatever. So I think I gravitated towards the people that my my girl was comfortable around, and I was able to develop a certain level of comfort because Normal. I trusted her in that in that respect. I don't know. So. What do you feel like is the the most powerful thing you've gotten from someone you were with? Like the thing that maybe has stuck with you the longest or really had an effect on how you view things, even if it's not something that she tried to do. Is it like or positive it like or negative? Like, e- either one. Like like like. Oh, I know uh, I not to fuck with that type of chick no more. I know I, not to. I can't I can't date fucking Hooters girls no more. They all whatever it is. Oh, um, I mean. <clears throat> I don't want to say like that the, the big. I think the, one of the strongest lessons that you feel like you learned from whatever relationship. I feel like I hate to say it; it's kind of negative. I think I've learned to not count on. I, I, it, it probably hinders me with my future relationships because it's taught me not to really rely on a partner. And now I'm coming across a lot of things where life would be easier if I had a partner. If I had a partner right now, I'm not gonna say I. I you mean financially? Nah, just like. But both because right now my very first girlfriend sweet girl I'm not gonna lie like, like she's still a cool individual to, even to this day um, shout out to first girlfriend I, shout out to the first girlfriend <laughs> she was in a situation where money wasn't really a thing she had a, a very I want to say rich but like well off father who would pretty much put her on game right. put money in her account for whatever reasons that benefit both of them she ain't had to worry about funds my funds so every time she would 
would relinquish some funds onto me. Like I mean, at one point in time, she bought me and my homeboy when Xbox came out. Hey. She bought me and my homeboy an Xbox. Hey, cash you out. I don't know what out. girl has ever done that. Has bought. I know right now we're talking about buying PS5s for one nigga. Right. Buy two. <laughs> <laughs> like, bought me. I got him, me, and an Xbox, and like just going on trips and stuff like that. But then the drawback was if you could throw my face, it would, it would get me. It would make me feel like. She would say, so, well, you must not care about me because if I can do these type of things and you won't do the things I want you to do, which like kind of like outlandish at the time, yeah. it made me feel like, well, damn, like, it made me not want to accept things from others. It made me want to be like, well, no, nah, I, I, I do it on my own. Yeah. So it did teach me how to be, it made me force me to be independent because I know what it feels like to have to feel like someone does something for you and they're going to throw it back in your face. Yeah. I think, I think that's... I think that's a certain type of thing that happens with maybe certain personality types. I mean, we're all capable of it, but I think I think a lot a lot of times it's very possible to find a way to wield whatever power you have in a relationship. Yep. I mean, and it you know. I mean, guys do all the time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, in, in some of the worst ways, um, like like I feel like you know, if a dude. Is rich and he makes all of the money and the woman more or less is just kind of like a trophy wife or just part of the situation i mean the man in in a way has all of the power as long as she maintains a certain sexual hold on him then she will have all of the power because ultimately she has access to his wallet yep. but as soon as he realizes that he doesn't want you to have access to his wallet anymore then he has all the, that's him taking the power back yeah. because it's his money you yep. can't take his money I mean, you, if you're if you're married and you get divorced, that that's the whole situation. You got talk about Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, which, shout which is, out. <laughs> which is which is if you think about it, why something like that happens? Like you have all the money and ultimately you have all the power. So she's like, no, I'm gonna take some of that power. <laughs> I can get some of that power. So, are we gonna print up? Prenup <laughs> for everyone. I, I feel um, like that should be. I feel like a prenup. You should have to opt out of a prenup. Prenup should be default. Yeah. Like that should it that should, should be, be default. It really you, should if be. If you don't want to, you opt out. But I feel like, hey man, I love you so much. I'm I'm out there with a prenup. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want to take this chance because I know I'm gonna fuck with you for yeah. life. Yeah, the prenup should be, I'll I'm pay sh- for you. I'll look out for you. This is your money. This is our money. Yep. But I mean, that's that goes against the nature of what marriage is supposed to be, I which mean, is the union of two people, two people becoming one person. <laughs> with a third one person. With a third, this is a government in the back in the, on yeah, the side. Yeah, with the government, with the government holding a gun to y'all, saying, "Hey, I said y'all one person." Y'all better stay together now. <laughs> y'all better stay the fuck together. It's gonna be problems. <laughs> y'all both got one social security number now. <laughs> y'all got going, the same last name. You going where? Same. Well, who? That's say you. We you, need to check. <laughs> you develop. You end up having the same last name. That is, you know, two becoming one. Which, which, in concept, if you think about what you want from partner what you want from life it's nice to think that there's enough you have another half yeah i'm saying it's nice to think that we can be one unit and if it works we're more powerful you know what i'm saying we are more powerful because of course two people can do more than one person i can't fucking carry a a factual statement yeah i can't carry a fucking fridge up the stairs by myself but you know I could probably do it with my girl. Like, we could probably do it. I mean, I'm, I want to be... see that. Nigga, <laughs> I can catch you with three people, yeah, so let yeah, me see y'all yeah, split it's, up. It's, it'd be tricky. You know, she's small, but... <laughs> um, But then, yeah, when you add the government to the situation, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to think about. I, I think marriage just just needs reform. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, why is nobody talking about marriage reform in this country? 
Let's, let's examine marriage and figure out. You know what the crazy part is? Because I, I, when I made that post about the whole marriage and happiness, my friend, uh, one of my friends, Megan, commented, and she had a good point. A lot of people don't realize you can get all the same benefits of a marriage without the bullshit. You can just ha- sign, make them as your power of attorney if some shit goes wrong. Like, yeah. Or, like your beneficiary. Like, there's you means. You don't need marriage. There, there's means to get the things that you feel are so important that you have to be, be married if you think about it in a logical way. Yeah. But... You know, a lot of people are thinking about the wedding. Like, the wedding is not what a marriage is about. That part is even more crazy. Why would I pay all this money to, to have other people watch me live, be happy? How about we take this 50000 or how much it costs? I'm not, I'm not spending 50000 on my marriage. Yeah. But let's take this ten grand, twelve grand, and let's go travel the world together. Yeah. And then whoever wants to come. Or, or buy a house or something. Yeah, like, down payment on a house. And, like, there's, there's, so, many, there's so much better things to do with, with money. Then spend it on a wedding. On a place to look cool. Yeah, because the wedding is just a party. It's a one-day affair for you to stun on everybody. Like, yo, we did this. We better than y'all. <laughs> we made it here. Yep. Y'all ain't make it here. I think <laughs> Some about of y'all did. Is random question? Is Bill Gates married? Is he as well? Uh, I believe he is. Have we ever seen I his, his wife his is mar- his, Have we ever seen his extravagant wedding? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Bill Gates wear Walmart clothes. You know yeah. what he did? He said, "I'm gonna buy me. A, I'm gonna create me a new type of yacht. Right. Baby boat on top." That will drop down. Right. Like, that was his wedding. Was to travel. To, he he traveled around on his creative um, yacht. Yeah. Throwing a wedding. You know what? I think I want that. I don't. I don't want the average yeah. wedding here anymore. I wonder how how rich he was when he got married. Yeah. I, I wonder if he was like billionaire status at the time. I wonder how. <laughs> not to sound derogatory when I say this. I don't know. She must have had some premium wop. Yo. To get the world's. One of one of well, the world's richest men. Well, I mean, you got you can't talk about Bill Gates without talking about uh, what's the dude, the head of Amazon, the fucking. Oh trillion. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got divorced. But I heard, I heard that she actually was she actually was part in the process of helping get Amazon. Was she really? Yeah, like she was like and she, a key yo, factor. So she, she deserves is, her money. And she is so rich, man. man she. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm kind of where's she at? I don't where, <laughs> like. Can regular niggas approach her? Like can? Yeah, can I be on like, shit, but hey, you the Amazon shit. Like, like, I ain't gonna approach you like that. Which but. apps is is uh, is she on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I feel like my girl would be fine with it. She if I, if I add a billionaire to the equation, come on, <laughs> one of the richest female billionaires in the country, let off a, divorce. Let a billionaire want my wife, baby. You better do what you need to do. Hey, you better do it. You need to you need to divorce <laughs> me and marry him. Why are you Why are you even talking to me about this? You should have wrapped we, this up already. We, we pre agreed on these type of situations. <laughs> like, pre agreeables. Yo, everything is about leveling up. <laughs> Everything is about leveling, leveling up. up. I ain't saying money is everything, but yeah. god damn it, they'll do a lot. Billions? Billions? That's not a conversation. I'm not trying. Honestly, I get I get to one million, I think I'm done. This is like, like million. <laughs> this ain't gonna be outlandishly crazy, but I guarantee you I'm not working. Yeah. We can invest in some shit that's gonna make money for me in the long haul. Right on. So, how do you how do you feel about uh this supposed alleged TikTok ban? Cause I know you uh Dabbled on TikTok a oh, little yeah. bit, had the TikTok thing going on. I don't know if you're still there. doing some TikTok stuff. Um, I really, I, I don't know. I don't even know the, the status of it. I've I heard that there was anywhere. supposedly a TikTok ban, but I've also heard there was like a bit of a rollback because I mean, maybe here, being here, bought by Microsoft. I don't know what the fuck the real situation is. Here's my deal on that. Like one, I'm, I'm not with the ban because one. What are they actually? I guess, I guess the whole theory is China is stealing information, right? Potentially, yeah. Potentially, sir. What if they're not getting my bank account? They can. If they want to know who I fucking who was Marcus Harbor? Who's this guy? <laughs> Let them know. Like, with, <laughs> you want to come meet me, motherfucker? Like, you doing a lot of work 
Just figure out who I know. If you get some high-powered individual, okay, I get, you should be on TikTok anyway because right. you are already a high-powered individual. I but bet, the regular you, average I bet Joe, you Donald Trump is on t- TikTok. <laughs> he would, don't give a fuck. Look, you know what I'm saying? He's on. <laughs> he's on everything. He's on all social media platforms. Like, here's my identity. I'm the president of the United Here States. I don't go. care. <laughs> I have no security whatsoever. It's it's crazy that he's he's going to waste taxpayers' dollars to ban TikTok. Yeah. You're going to waste money. To stop us from showing funny, I mean, I mean, it probably has this like I don't know what they could be stealing, but I know it's not something crazy. Because let's say they did get everyone's account. Right? Yeah. Everyone, obviously, we're gonna notice. Well, there's a lot of transactions going to this one bank account over here. Like right. you know, what I'm saying like, I'm not. I feel like the band was kind of pointless. It was probably just something to throw us off of what really is going on in America. Mm. They could use that those finances to put towards other use. But like, I still think people in Michigan, Flint. Still don't have good water. Mm. I'm, I'm just throwing out a rim scenario. But you chose the one that you want to fight. Oh, yeah. Trump don't give a fuck about <laughs> bad water in Flint. Like, you can't <laughs> he, he don't even talk about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah. come on, man. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on Trump because I could talk that talk about that motherfucker all day. But that's just... That's just a dude that's a slave to his ego. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, a, a motherfucker who... <laughs> all right, moving on. <clears throat> so... Uh, let's talk about rants Because one thing that I feel like I am And I think this will be, probably be the last thing I think we got about 10 more minutes um, I had a discussion recently About what a rant is Versus what rambling is Okay, okay And I, I personally don't feel like I ramble I, uh, I feel like rambling Is something that happens When you don't know what you're going to say But you continue to talk and you don't necessarily have a point to make. It. I There's agree no with end that. goal. No you end know goal. what I'm saying? You're just saying words for words. Yeah. So that's it's like a downward trend. It's like uh, I guess I'll just keep talking until somebody else starts talking. <laughs> Whereas a rant, I feel like it's more of an upward. It's like I I don't know where I'm going yet, but I'm gonna keep talking because this is going somewhere. Oh, I, yeah. I can feel I, this. I definitely feel like something a rant. about it's this a energy. Conversation. Yeah. There's something about this energy that I know is going to come to a precipice or. Like me, I'm going to forget what the fuck I was talking about and probably just cut it off in the middle. <laughs> but, you know, depending on what you're, what you're ranting about or what you're talking about, I know me, one thing I do a lot, aside from the, say the word ultimately, is I'll, I'll go all around, like, I, I'll go around a point and then come back to it because I'm trying to, like, I'll il- illustrate like a metaphor in order to show what I'm talking about. And I'll go another direction. Because for me, it's very important that the person that I'm talking to understand what I'm saying. Which, you know, you can't guarantee, but I'm trying as hard as I can. You're trying to, to, you're trying to hit the key sure. points of your topic. Yeah. Like, if I was going to sit here and talk about 2 plus 2, I'd be like, okay, so let's say you take 2 and you split it into 2. Then you got 1, then you got 1, and you take the other 2. You know what I'm saying? I will sit, I'm, I'm going to sit there and explain, cause, also because I'm a developer, I'm a programmer. I think about trying to break things down all the time. I think about, oh, how, did, how does this work? How can I bring this into smaller pieces and say, okay, so this does this, that does that, and then when you put those together, they do this. I get that. That makes sense. So I, that's how I illustrate things. So to me, that, that kind of becomes what feels like a rant when I'm, when I'm really just trying to explain what it is that I'm trying to say. <laughs> and the last podcast was actually a lot of fun, too, because... I was, I, was, I was talking to uh, to Hillary, and we were talking about why this woman was or wasn't racist, and I, I went on this whole thing, this whole thing. Which, which, I, which, which woman? Which woman was uh, it? It was a woman in a podcast. It was oh, okay, called okay. Nice White Parents. It was a whole episode or whatever, which I recommend if you if you care about 
education at all. But she felt like this woman was being racist in, in expressing herself. And I, I didn't necessarily feel like she wasn't being racist, but I gave her a bit of a pass because I feel like there's levels and her level to me, I can, I can sort of understand just because I, I know white people like that. I know white people who just don't get it and don't know how to get it, but they'd like to yeah. if they could. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I went all, all around trying to explain it. And as soon as I wrapped it up, she's like, but she's racist. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Okay. Let's talk this off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me say everything that I had to say because she's a very good listener. She, she let me talk. Um, and I was able to say everything. And then she's like, but I still think what I think. <laughs> um, and me, I, I function very differently. I think, I think that's what I learned from that, ex- from sitting down and talking to her. Is she'll let me go through the whole spiel of what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and then and then she'll respond. Whereas me, I'm like, yo, I gotta wait. No, I gotta get in right here. What you just I said? I got something to say about what you just said, though. What you just? You gotta said? talk about this I right now. I can't walk away from that and, until this is handled. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm working on that this this episode. I think I do that at the beginning too. If I say I say the word uh, what's the word ultimately? ultimately I yep. say that entirely too much, and then I I consistently will interrupt folks because I. Gotta get my shit in. You know, I, easy, I feel like I've interrupted you because, like, I hear your point. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Let me slide this app. Yeah. You're, you're, you're more polite about it than I am. <laughs> like, I, like, I'll keep talking until you stop. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, I'm, but I'm saying, I'm in middle my words right now. Right now. But I'm, I'm definitely trying this episode. I mean, you did a good job. I mean, in my opinion, you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, been, I don't feel like I was cut off. It's been fun. This has been a good conversation. I feel like, I feel like we talked about some really in-depth stuff like i mean we've had these conversations in we Costa Rica. Have. yeah we, we had a lot of dope conversations in Costa Rica, so I'm, I'm glad we could sit down and talk again especially with the wind hitting the back that background porch like that what's so damn loud <laughs> like yeah, you sleep nah, nigga, I <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think i think that puts us at almost an hour and a half definitely so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up i don't know if i have an outro sometimes i i'll, I'll set up an outro um but i don't think i have one today so what I'm simply going to do is I'm going to thank you for coming on this episode. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we nah, close man. this out? Just thank you for having me on the show. I Yo, feel like we like, got a lot of topics like a, like a final thought, like uh, Jerry Springer's final thought. You know how you <laughs> sit in front of the camera and be like, let me tell y'all what I think after y'all witness all this bullshit. <laughs> you know, the podcast is the same thing. We spoke all this bullshit, but let me tell you what you're supposed to get from it. <laughs> Let's, here's the lesson. Bet. Okay, I, I think one, I, one thing I can say from this these opinions of mine are coming from a logical standpoint. I know that in the world filled with men and women, we do have different type of viewpoints. Some of them are more of an emotional standpoint. Right. I'm a logical thinker, so my, my my points, my words come from a standpoint of let's add two plus two. Yeah. You know hey, what I'm saying? Let's two plus two, two. Two plus two. And at the end of the day, we all, we all want to be teachers, mm-hmm. but we all also have to understand that we are still learning. That we have correct. to learn. Every everybody's a teacher. You know what I'm saying. Every situation is a teacher. Every experience is a learning experience. There's no such thing as losses, only no. lessons. Right. That is correct. So, you know, li- listen to the people around you, and we all trying to grow. We all trying to learn. We all trying to figure this out. Let's figure it out together. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not Superman. You're not. <laughs> hey, but I, hey, that see, that's but how I'm you sign off on right now. That's how you sign off. Hey, yeah, that was sexy. This has been Remy Mulatto on the, the Mulatto Perspective. Thanks for thanks for doing this with us. You are, thank you, man. This Jeez. is your your boy Marcus the Sage Akuma Marcus signing off. Hey. <laughs>